0: Uh, welcome everybody to this um, meeting, twenty ninth of Jan- uh, Jan- July, twenty twenty. Um, can I just start by welcoming Ryan to his very first official Frodsham <laughs> Town Council meeting? And it's great to have you on board, and I hope you're going to enjoy your time with us. Yeah. Okay, so um, apologies then, Joe.
1: We have apologies you. from uh, Councillor Neil, Councillor Williamson, and Councillor Mostyn Jones. Okay, and uh, we have uh, Lynn Riley is joining the meeting and Helen is joining the meeting. Oh, brilliant. I'm, I, I'm, I'm here, but not on camera. I apologise. It's Bill.
0: Morning. Yep.
1: Morning, Lynn. Morning, Judith.
0: How are you? Oh, not so bad, thanks. So we'll just, uh, just wait for Helen to, co- to connect in. Okay, you with us then, Helen? Oh, Councillor Penningtons in Castle Park House as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, morning, Helen. Right, so we're on to one nine eight declarations of interest. Um, I should think, as we've we've only got yes.
2: Med- um, to note that I'm a
0: Weaver Vale Housing Trust tenant. Right. Thanks, Mally. Um, Okay, so we haven't got any members of the public wishing to speak. Oh, sorry, Lynn. defer to you. Do you want to speak at the public speaking time?
1: Um, uh, I I may do, Chair. Um, uh, Obviously, this is your decision, um, but there is obviously some uh, context with uh, Cheshire West and some of the discussions we've had with we avail housing around the housing need in the area so I may be able to uh, help and, and, and add but obviously Andrew knows what I know too.
2: Okay um, Chair can I just come in? Yeah. Um, as you know I made a request to you to the town clerk to ask whether Councillor Lynn Riley could be included in part B I understand the answer to that is no and I understand it but I just want to make a point that she would have been a very valuable member in that Part B item.
0: Okay, well, um, is everybody happy that if necessary, Lynn joins (laughs) in the discussions on the first two, uh, on the Meadow Court closure and demolition items? Can I just ask why, why, why Lynn is not being allowed in Part B?
1: Because uh, there will be commercial sensitivities and financial things that FTC need to discuss amongst itself. I'm, I'm quite comfortable, and thank you Mally for your confidence, but um, um, you know, quite, quite relaxed that I leave the meeting at Part B and, and allow you to have your discussion. So, thank, thank you for the opportunity. Okay, thank you. Okay,
0: then. Well, um, we can move on then to Agenda Item 200, and I'm going to invite Andrew to give his presentation update on the, re- the uh, report on the meeting that we had at Meadow Court was it last week yeah over to you Andrew
2: oh, uh, there were a number of us uh, were there it was a very interesting and useful meeting to hear the plans that uh, we bell housing trust had for Meadow Court and more importantly uh, for its residents what have you um, one of the things that struck me uh, when we, we were going through the meeting, is that there was considerable amount of sense in this council discussing um, the Meadow Court site and thinking strategically about what could be achieved for this part of Frondsham, looking more generally. And uh, we're going to go on to discuss this more significantly in Part B. But one of the things that really has struck me for a number of years, and I'm sure it has many of you, is the need for community facilities in the waterside part of Frontier. It's absolutely crying out for me. And we know there are a number of other associated issues with waterside, notably, of course, traffic and traffic circulation. And therefore, when considering Weaver Vale's welcome proposals for redevelopment of the site, I think there is an opportunity for us to pause and reflect and think, hang on a second. Could we actually influence what gets redeveloped where in this location? And, for example, is the Meadow Court site the site for some sort of excellent community facility? It's certainly a central location uh, down there. Andrew,
0: Andrew, I'm sorry, can we leave this to part B? Can you just concentrate on the the closure of Meadow Court (coughs) and the definition timings, please?
2: As uh, far as I'm concerned, it's Part A, and this is actually part relevant to, uh, to Part A, and it's important that uh, that is raised. Uh, in terms of the other matters, the other matters are also well known, but very, very briefly, uh, there are two residents left in Meadow Court. They are to be moved out. There's security arranged to ensure that they are kept safe and that the building is kept safe, and crucially, that the there will be a period of time during which the building will be Boarded up, but it's important to us, it's important to everyone that the community is brought with uh, Weavervale housing and others interested in the locale and therefore we don't want to see a boarded up community, a uh, boarded up uh, Meadow Court for any particular length of time and therefore there is a narrow window of opportunity for a couple of weeks perhaps for us to consider with Weavervale housing broader issues associated with this particular site uh, and, and therefore um, as we as we see the, pr- the practical use of Meadow Court coming to an end, the future use of that site becomes central and important, and that to me is the central issue for this meeting.
0: Okay, um, well I'll just add to that because Andrew obviously doesn't want to tell you. Um, what Weaver Vale Housing Trust said is that they have put a planning application into Cheshire West and Chester to deal with the demolition of the building. Their timescale was, um, well, obviously as soon as the last tenant is out, the building will be boarded up for security reasons. We know they, when that tenant will be going? Um, with, probably um, in this week. We I think they, there was one issue, they were waiting for some uh, parts for one of the bungalows to arrive. <laughs> Uh, something to do with um, the extra wide weeks. doors that they need um Bernie yeah it's two weeks that that's that the last tenant will be going there's, there's two tenants and they can't leave one tenant in on their own so uh, it's two weeks now that they'll be focused uh, so on one of the tenants yeah extra Bernie okay so uh they hope to start demolition mid-september subject to getting planning approval and they expect that to take about four weeks. The uh, site will then be levelled and grassed over, and uh, a small, if anybody's seen the the low level railings that they put onto Saltworks, they'll be put around the site so people can actually get onto the the grass area until such times as the future of the plot is decided. So um, I think that's it. One of the, the issues that i raised and lynn also raised would be the problem of demolition with all the vehicles going on and off the estate we emphasised the narrow roads you know the difficulty the amount of traffic and we said that we would want cheshire west and we've to agree um, a good quality highways plan to control the movement of vehicles um, particularly at times when children will be walking through the estate back into school and rush hours and I think Lynn you want to add to that
1: Uh yeah well I mean you you can uh, pick this up Judith but uh, just to outline what um, Weaver Vale's intentions are um you know once once money's been secured to actually do some building it was the housing mix and the consultation they'd had with local residents around the closure of Meadow Court I think is a relevant factor
0: yeah okay so Judith. But, yeah Yeah,
2: um, it's just to say that we did mention at that meeting that um, they should be looking really to coming in from Ashton Drive because of the amount and I think it was yourself that brought in the timing and I think the timing restrictions for wherever they come into that site needs to be done at off-peak.
0: Can I, you, you just keep referring to a meeting that you had, what was that meeting and who was invited to that? It was um, a meeting that uh, you know because Mally and I had had, had discussions with Weaver vale about the removal of the furniture because some of it was being just broken up and thrown in a skip. Yeah. So we were invited into Medecourt to look at what furniture was left to see if we could facilitate it going to wherever and we did. We helped one or two residents in on the estate to take things you know, like the very expensive high chairs that yeah. E- easier for
2: yeah, no, i saw people. i saw that on facebook yeah. Yeah. and a couple of
0: charities as well yeah <laughs> quite quite a lot of the furniture has gone to to charity but um that the charity they were using couldn't take any more so we were trying just trying to facilitate um you know rehoming of uh, the, the rest of it following that um we've avail offered a meeting um, with myself and mallie and andrew and lynn and uh, Pam Bradley was there. It was a Zoom meeting, just so that they can update. It. They were updating us on um the timescale for the residents leaving and how they were going to deal with the building until it was demolished. And then they went on to talk about um how they, they were looking at what, what they could actually do with the site. Um, but that's that's when you know the, the conversation changed. Um when Andrew came up with a, a, another proposal, so really, I think I think we've probably dealt with the residents leaving and how they're going to handle the demolition. And Bernie's so, coming in. Yeah, um, I'm just seeing who else wants to talk. Bernie, over yeah, to you. I say, I'm I'm as a waterside councillor, I'm really disappointed mm-hmm. that we've not been invited into these meetings
1: to discuss mm-hmm. this. Can, can, can I can I just pop in here, Bernie, to to help? Uh, this this was a meeting that uh, was sort of taking place between um, uh, Weaver Vale Housing Trust and Cheshire West, and um, you know it was our I think sensible suggestion that they also speak to the clerk um, uh, around this. It was very very early on when Andrew tabled this very sensible suggestion that uh, Judith was very quick to suggest that the best way to handle this was via the EGM so please don't think that there's anything underhand or um, uh, anything going on because Weaver Vale have a plan they are executing their plan and and there was a meeting where something very sensible has stayed their hand but it's not going to stay their hand for very longer so I think if we can move forward rather than uh, you know get constrained in conspiracy theories nobody's been left out and this EGM has been called very very quickly and rightly so I believe
0: yeah I, I, I would second that that Bernie I think probably um my name and Mally's name was on the list going back to when we had um the meeting at, before um people started to move out or were just starting to move out and at that time um you were still employed at yeah. Meadow Court and uh, Cheshire West said that um, they wouldn't allow you to attend the meeting because of conflict of interest. Now, I know things have moved on since then, but um, I mean, Mally and I really just assumed that this meeting was just to talk around um, the, the residents moving and um, you know the building being closed. Okay, thank you. Okay, so
1: I, saying that I don't have a conflict of interest. So if there is an opportunity to be included in future things, um, I would I would like the opportunity
2: to do. So. Sorry, Lucy, can't hear you.
1: Oh, I was just, can you hear me now?
2: Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, I was just saying I don't have a conflict of interest. So um, if there is an opportunity for me to be involved in things at a later date, then I would... Mm. Welcome the opportunity for that. Um, Thanks
0: Lucy, I think you know once we go into part B you'll appreciate that uh, all things are changing now and the way we deal with it, the way we take things forward is really up to the council uh, how we do it so um, has anybody got any more questions on this on either of these two issues? If not then we can uh, we should move on to part B. So, And uh, as has already been said, it's sensitive information, commercial information, so um, the the proposal is that you agree now that we move into Part B and this means that anything that is discussed in Part B stays within the council and you mustn't talk about it outside of the council to anybody other than fellow councillors. Lynne?
1: Uh, just, just before I leave Judith, um, and, and I will leave you to your deliberations, uh, I, I would just ask the council to reflect very very long and hard on some long-held ambitions uh, around this part of, uh, of our town. Weavervale Housing Trust have um, done some really amazing community engagement and work in other parts of their estate across Cheshire, Western Chester and have some great community development models. We've pushed them and pushed them for years about allocating space, properties, resource to do the same in Frogem, and always been a little bit frustrated about this. So this is a very, very, very special and important moment in time. I think on the back of COVID as well, with this amazing community response that we've had, with many um, of our sort of faith partners and our other community partners, you know, active um, and actively, uh, you know, wanting to do more in and around Waterside and Waters Edge and Ashton Drive. You know, this, this is an opportunity for us to be able to deliver something that's greater than the sum of its parts at a very, very, very reduced cost to the taxpayer. And, um, you know, I know that it's been a long journey. But, you know, there's almost a bigger prize for us all to get behind here. So I will uh, leave you with my heartfelt plea. Um, exciting times and uh, and good luck with your deliberations. And thank you for uh, allowing me to speak to you in part a. Thanks, Lynn. Thanks, Thanks Len. Thank you.